0: All right. I just want to welcome, uh, who has turned out to be a great friend of mine, Mike Jones, a dude with an extremely great servant heart, and um, I'm just blessed to be associated with him, and um, we're just going to learn a little bit more about the man behind uh, the beard, there we go <laughs>
1: i appreciate you having me on man and uh I, likewise i'm glad to know you and uh proud to call you brother and friend and family and you know yeah god puts people in your life for a reason so uh yeah that is, that yeah, is the glad truth that is the truth. that is the truth well
0: i mean let's kick off with how it did this whole design journey start for you
1: for my career
0: yeah period like
1: and i think i mean i'm I've loved art ever since I could eat crayons. So, you know, <laughs> when you're eating them and drawing on the walls. And I remember I was a little kid. I'd be at my grandmother's house recreating like Donald Duck and Mickey Mouse and whatever else I cartoons I was into back then. I could just sit down and look at something and draw it. Now, you know, as time went on, it got better. Right. And it became like, oh, I, I just like being in art. This is fun. I'm, you know, I can draw. All right. I, I'm going to keep keep this up. Okay. And then when I, when I graduated at high school, um, I don't know, man. I mean, it was right when computers were get, becoming a, a thing, you know, a daily tool. Right. That that's hard to believe. Yeah, but, I know, right? Like a you know, daily like, tool just coming around, and and you know, it was like, you know, IBM's were the thing. But um, but yeah, uh, I was in college. I started college, and I was just like, you know what? I love video games. I love art. You know what can I do with that? And that's before game design was real big. Right. Um, and I was just like, oh, you know what, graphic design. Was right. maybe I'll do that. And then I got into it, and I was like, yes, I, I dig this. This is fun. This is cool. Right. But not really. It really didn't have such an impact on on me until I um I graduated and I started like learning from other mentors and people who've been doing it for thirty years. You know. Um, when I started learning about that and I got involved in communities and, um, really got my first real job designing, that's when it started hit me like, I love this. I want to do this every day. And then, you know, you start building a community around it and you start really pulling in mentors that make a difference in your life and, and have something to teach you and, and realize that you're teachable, um, it just becomes a it, it becomes a passion. So like you know like yeah that's what I do for a living. But I love what I do every day. You know there's stress, but it's my stress. It's not somebody else's stress. So you know I, I have worked for people, and I have uh, I'm currently doing my own thing, running my own studio, and I just I prefer that. Uh, it gives me flexibility to with my family, and also just uh, I can do it my way. And uh, you know that's that's kind of how it all went down. Okay.
0: So, your own studio is called Serve Studios. Um yep. So, how's that going? Like, what, what should someone take away from Serve Studios, or, like, what does Serve Studio represent?
1: Sure. So, for me, um, you know, Serve's all about serving other people with the talents God gave me. So, we kind of run under that First Peter 4.10 module. You know, that verse, it's, it, it, the, the gist of it is take your talents God blessed you with and go out and use them to help other people. And, and serve others and um with those gifts so i i uh that's what i try to do you know we we want to build relationships over earning a dollar you got to earn a dollar to, to provide and that's right, right. just you know common sense but i want to build relationships while i do it i don't want to just be somebody's one-off you know oh you did me a logo and that's the last time i hear from them I'm like how your guns you know, <laughs> like we want to keep up with you how's your family what's going on with you you know like more than just work, like truly build relationships. And I, the more we do that, I think the more we can show people that the, um, the better work we produce.
0: But why is that? Like, what would you say your motivation is behind it? Like, because there's tons of studios out there. Why do you feel that you need to do it that way?
1: I feel like God's. That's a call from Him. Like, I mean, he, everything I have and do and get to do, talent, all that. That's not for me. Right. You know, God, the God provided all that. So, in the the smallest of senses, it's just my way to honor Him and what He's blessed me with. You know, like <clears throat> He gave me that talent for a reason. Right. Well, I want to make sure that I'm not I'm not wasting it, or I'm not just uh, using it for monetary gain or whatever. That it, there's more to it than that. There's got to be more to it than that, in, right. in my opinion. So <clears throat> that, for me, is is really why. <clears throat> Excuse me.
0: And you see, that's kind of like why me and you kind of click so much, because we that we have that in common where you know, kind of God is our our north star, kind right. of our, right. our our direction of. It's it's bigger than just okay, I love doing this. I'm gonna do it. Um, it's gonna help me make some money. There's like a purpose through all of it.
1: There you go. There's it gives, gives
0: me purpose. Right, right, yeah. right. And um, so. To get to all of that creative self. Now, I've never been to Creative Self, and <laughs> because of you, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it there this year. Yep. And but, I've been around people that's been to Creative Self, and I'm I've already felt the energy. So I am super stoked to be at Creative Self.
1: But, I'm glad to have you, man. Stoked to, for you to experience it.
0: The crazy part is like I was kinda like going in the backlog of everything, creative self and I just kinda I was so interested in like what made you start this? Um yeah. I, I even saw like a, a Kickstarter page at some point. Like I went way, way back yeah. into kinda <laughs> like <laughs> <so, laughs> I like so I'm 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 so excited to hear like what was the drive? What how did this idea come about? All of that stuff.
1: Sure. Um, actually back in 2011, I was really intrigued with, uh, uh, this guy named Francois who ran Montreal Meets, and, um, up in, uh, Canada. I was like, man, that's pretty legit. He's doing it right. And then I ended up, uh, going to WMC fest that year up in Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. Um uh, Jeff Finley had started this movement up there. It was this rad festival with, uh, at the time when he was running it, it had 20 speakers, 20 artists in a show and 20 bands or something like that. Ooh. And it was like over the course of three days. And finally, you know, I was like, I want to go. So my company that I was working for sent me up there and I'm looking around going, dude, this is awesome. Like this isn't, you know, Cleveland's way bigger than Columbus. Right. in my mind. And I think it is, you know, it legitimately is bigger, but I'm going, wow. You know, um, yeah, let's, let me just rephrase it. It is bigger city than Columbus, but like I got up there and the, they have a, the section they had that, WMCU fest and felt like home you mm-hmm. know and i was up there and i was like man this is pretty this is pretty legit like we could why aren't we doing this uh-huh. why can't we do this in columbus wow. right so i got back and that was the whole like my whole takeaway that year was like i need to go to more of these things but i have a family i don't want to drive to atlanta i don't want to drive to birmingham why don't you know why do we always have to have something in a big city why can't we and there's reasons that things are in big cities, like right. logistics wise, yeah. airport, <laughs> yeah. way smarter, but <laughs> but there's something about our the charm of our town that I, I wanted to promote. And I, um, I reached out to a buddy of mine and I said, Hey, I, I want to do this thing, you know, but I, I don't want to do it by myself. Do you want to help me? And he's like, yeah, yeah, let's, let's figure it out. So um, we got together, did a little planning, had no money, um, had two speakers that we had to figure out how to pay for. And I think Adobe, came in and gave us like somebody i think it was a w gave us like 1500 bucks and we were just like all right cool we can fly them in we can put them up for our night we can do this thing so we had um back when it was started it was called columbus creative uh artist roundup right the very first one and it it blossomed into creative south but the first one we had two speakers and we had a it was a half a day event basically it was like not a half day it was like nine to four or something nine to five it was you know what i mean like it was yeah. that stuff. so we had a few breaks and we only had you know the two two guys talk for a couple hours and showcased our work and whatnot and i uh, did a few giveaways gave some swag some hats and t-shirts to people and we had 45 people show up and we were like this is the stuff <laughs> we did this thing you know Look at us! We, but but honestly, dude, we didn't even we had coffee and donuts in the back, and we I don't even know if we paid for our, the lunch for our speakers, but it was I felt like we were on the right track to do something. So we came back and we were like I, you know next year like hey if we don't go big we got to go bigger this year. So the second year. We, um, tweaked the name a little bit. I think it was called the Columbus creative Desi- design conference. Cause we're trying to get all professional <laughs> and, uh, and we ended up having about 65 people show up. We catered to lunch. We had four speakers and, um, gave swag away and all that. And it was, it was fun, man. It was like, Oh, all right. Now this feels like something, you know, and, but planned that one day because it was still a one-day event okay it's just so much time away from family so i told my buddy i said hey uh i'm not doing this anymore if we can't go big if we go big i'll stay if we decide we're gonna do it just like this it's just too much work All right um, so the third year i had 20 speakers and we went from four to 20 <laughs> Twenty. <speakers>. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah I had twenty speakers on the hook, no venue, no money, no nothing. I don't have no idea how it was gonna work out and God just opened up the floodgates, man, cool. and, you know I was like, you know, Lord, help me figure this out and he he provided every penny and he provided the place we sold out the venue wow. we had it at, we had it as a, at the same place we had it the year before and but we used all their spaces uh, the bar, the restaurant, everything and we filled it up, we had two hundred people show up, Wow, and it started getting talked about on you know on social media like hey this is a cool little come up and comer. y'all need to keep an eye on this you should be you know keep watching this so we had a little tiny vending area for the first time and it was it was like all right you know we, we this is on well, we we're here we, we've got something going on and it yeah. was um it was two days long so we added a day okay. and i was like all right that's what's up and then uh every year after that it just kind of uh it it kind of um doubled right so we went from 200 people to 430 to uh, you know almost six to you know whatever whatever and anyway fast forward last year was year six we had 38 presenters 15 workshops or was it 15 workshops yeah 10 or 15 workshops and um 800 plus people from Ooh. nine countries in 35 states, and we trended on Twitter at number one for 15 and a half hours. Wow! Insane. You know, God is good, for sure. And Insane. it is. It is, man. It, it it's humbling. to go. What is going on? You know. And now the planning. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I opened up my mouth when I sit in the back a couple of years ago, and I'm like, if we don't go big, but now it's insane. The planning takes months and months and months. I mean, like we start in August. I'm still scrambling now, and we're we're seventy, I don't know, over seventy five days out. I guess
0: mm-hmm. uh-huh.
1: that scares the crap out of me. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> but we'll will pull it all pull together. You know, I've got meetings all week this week about it. Starting to get the stage built, the set, and all that, and swag's been ordered, and some of it anyway, and. There our flights and all that's about to be booked and travel and all that. So it's it's coming together. It's just uh it's work, man.
0: So the cool thing about Creative South, it's not like any other conference. Not even design conference. I mean the, the, the slogan is I
1: think it'd be who 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 you ask on that one. huh eh? I think that would depend on who you ask. Some you think, would say, ah, eh, it's just another conference.
0: You think so? Well, the people I'm around.
1: I, say, I think that. I'm the saying people I'm people around.
0: I f- the slogan is what? Come as friends, leave a family.
1: Yep. Lenny came up with that a couple years back. And it's because, think about it. Think about it like this. On a day-to-day basis, I don't know about you, but I talk to other designers all day long, right, all over the world. Right? Because right. we have instant access to each other. Right. We're always like high-fiving each other on the internet or you know, oh, I love your work. Or man, would you mentor me? Or man, you inspire me so much. And there's right. all this high fiving everywhere. Right. But there's no FaceTime. There's no sit down, have a beer, break bread, hugging, neck, pray with you, whatever. There's none of that on a, on a ongoing. So my thought, you know, the whole point of it now is is basically, you know, bring the community together, have FaceTime. You know, get that intimacy going where. People can have a meal together. They can sit down and talk shop face to face and admire each other in person. Show these folks southern hospitality because where I'm from, it's a real thing. And yes, I, it is. You know, there's something about treating someone that way when they're here that they don't get anywhere else in the, any part of our country. And then letting them leave inspired to go do something bigger than what they're doing now. You know, I mean that's that's the goal. And I feel like we've come leaps and bounds, and we we do our best to to do just those things. And uh, I think we're doing a good job at it. And we always have room to grow obviously, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's the the vibe. I mean, I I kind of equate it to this for people who don't, don't understand what I'm talking about or have heard about it, but don't really understand it. Think about it like this. It's like, it's like going to your grandma's house for Sunday supper, right? And she comes out and she welcomes you. She hugs your neck. And she prays over you, and then you eat really well, and then you get to hang out with your cousins for like three days, talking about cool stuff. Like that's, gotcha, vibe that I want to give out, gotcha. right? That's what I'm trying to have. Or some people equate it to like going to summer camp but never wanting to leave. Right, right. You know, like right, I've heard right, that Right, too. Right, so right. It's it's like that kind of vibe. And it, I think it
0: does. You know, that summer camp vibe is probably like <laughs> that's probably the best example because
1: who doesn't want that? <laughs> it,
0: it, it's is, it's man. so true because. Last year, I wasn't there, but a couple of buddies of mine were there, so we decided to to meet up and I met up with them and I mean that was kind of the I wasn't even at the conference, and that's the vibe I got so it was it, it, it i I'm really looking forward to it really 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 looking forward to it really looking forward to it and I see that you guys have an adventure adventure plan
1: yeah, this year's a little different um how do let's see, we decided to like, how do we showcase our city a little bit right. better? Right. So, um, we decided to kind of go around to all these major places that would make sense that are near the venue that are kind of near that area that are really cool places that if you've never been to Columbus, you might not know about them at all, or maybe you've been, but you didn't have time to go do it. Right. So we offer, we're offering limited fifty fifty 50 adventure tickets and uh basically the ticket would cover um the uh your cost to go to like, to the infantry museum, which is the national infantry museum uh, which is just amazing place uh for our military history and you know we're near one of the largest bases in the world right and, and you know Fort Bennon is in Columbus, so having that museum here and kind of showcasing like all of that is just to me is a real big deal but Basically, they'll have breakfast there. They'll start at the Infantry Museum with a catered breakfast. They'll tour the museum. They'll leave there and ride down the Riverwalk on a, a bike tour um, to the, uh, to kind of through Oxbow Meadows, like which is like a nature observatory type thing. And they'll ride over to the, um, that part of the ride will end at the Civil War Naval Museum. Gotcha. It's just Columbus Columbus Ironworks, which is the trade center now. Mm-hmm. Um used to build all the ironclad Civil War ships that you would see that were, like, covered in iron and, like, those war boats. Oh, cool. So this museum has pieces of those sunken ships that they've pulled out of the river in there, and a lot of old Civil War studies. It's very intriguing just to see the, the memorabilia, but they'll have a catered lunch there, and then they'll, they'll ride from there to the um, zip line, which is right on the river. They'll zip line across the river a few times, do the high ropes course, zip line the shorter one on the other side, and then they'll be toted from there to um, whitewater, and they'll get outfitted, and then they'll whitewater raft down the river twice, and then they'll end at like a, a like a wild game dinner that we're providing from this uh, this restaurant called uh, Epic. <clears throat> well, that's the name of the restaurant? It's called Epic. Oh and uh it's fancy stuff fancy that's a date night place you know what i mean Uh, okay gotcha like you know you it's date night but um but anyway and then uh we've got this this island right there on the river that has a bridge that you cross over to it and we've got it reserved for uh s'mores and just kind of hanging out by the fire on the river at night and and then the next day you'll get invited to the uh it includes an invite to the VIP dinner. So you can mingle with all the speakers and, uh, workshop presenters and, uh, staff and whatnot. Okay. So, you know, it's a good four meals and dessert. And so it, it's just an adventure, you know, right. Right. right, right, see right. What had, some of the cool things we had to offer. And, uh, really it's for team building. Like bring your team, go do, do all this with your team and have a great day of it. And then, then after all that fun, do you still get to go to the conference? Right. Cause your conference ticket is included. Like, the thing is, you're really just tacking on a, to do all of those things with all that food and everything. You're tacking on about 400 extra bucks to your ticket price to do all those things. So it's really not that much. To me, it's a great deal to come see a lot of what Columbus has to offer. So we're we're excited to offer it. I hope people would buy it. And, uh, you know, I'm pushing it because I want people to see what we got. And it's only it's limited. It's only 50 people. So,
0: yeah, that, and that kind of keeps the, the closeness too. it's not too much. People. Right. Yeah. But I mean, for the most part, uh with Creative South, it's kinda like you guys have between you and your team, the conference has taken on the personality of you and your team, which is super cool. Um, but my thing is I know it hasn't always been smooth. So what would you say is like since the journey has begun, what would you say is was the greatest struggle?
1: Oh man, yeah. for Creative South? Yeah. Just the getting greatest, this, yeah. Struggle, yeah, yeah. The struggle, the greatest struggle every year is uh, diversity. Mm. Yeah, that to me is the one thing that is always uh, at the forefront of everybody's mind and something that we try to work on every single year. And honestly, the 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 lineup, picking the lineup is it's a it's a job. Mm. It's a thankless job and it's not easy none of none of this is easy right but just that and making sure you know you have enough funding coming in to pay for it right. i mean those are the two biggest hurdles i think that any 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 conference promoter has to deal with is you know are you being mindful of everyone um and you know can you afford to do these great things you're doing and and being a good steward of the money that you do have coming in and i mean it's tough you right. want to do some really cool things and you're like ah oh, we just can't, or you you do it, and you're like, oh, why do we do that? Right, right, right. You know, right. I mean, like, you know some, you're gonna, you're always gonna second guess yourself, even at the end. But I mean, honestly, that's part of it because we're humans, and you know, we're always learning and always growing.
0: Totally. So, in in regards to you now, and just growing the Mike Jones brand. <laughs> Because, I mean, believe it or not, man, like, everybody knows you. And everybody knows Everybody's Everybody
1: does not know me, and I don't care if they do. I don't need to be in the spotlight ever. Right, right. I just, I'm just here being a, a helper.
0: And because of that, everybody gravitates to you. Because you make it very – you're not too high up there. You know what I mean? You're not, like, you know – and you make yourself accessible to people, and you're willing to serve people, and I think more than anything else, that's what kind of sets you apart, but I know it hasn't been easy for Mike.
1: No, no, it hasn't, and I feel like that's what we're called to do, though. I feel like, you know, serving others and and, uh, being accessible is just a way that we can kind of share God's love in an easier manner, right? If I was just like, I'm better than everybody or I have this or have that. And like, nobody wants to hear anything I got to say, you know, but if, and maybe other people don't want to hear what I have to say. And that's fine too. I'm not, I don't look at myself as like anybody. I'm not better than anybody else. I just want to serve other people any way I can with what I have, when I have it to the best of my ability and love on them. Because if I'm showing them that little bit of God's love, just that littlest tiniest bit, and that plants a seed and then it grows. You know what I mean? Like somebody comes behind me and shows them a little more. And, and you know, and hardened hearts get changed that way. So it's like, you know, just I'm doing the best I can do. I do my part. And hopefully, you know, I impact somebody's life. That's, that's why the way I look at it. As far as me, yeah, last year was rough for my family. But, mm-hmm. you know, you go through trials, you come out better for it and you keep moving forward.
0: Yeah, that's all you can do. If you do anything else, you'll be um, sent yourself back. Right. Yeah, which is true, which is true, which is true. Now, I didn't plan this, but I want to touch on it a little bit. The retreat, just a little bit. Are you going to the retreat,
1: right? Which one? For your church. The marriage retreat. Yes. Yes, dude. I'm stoked about that. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> I'm yeah. going, what is he talking about? What's your All right, My bad. <laughs> you just got to be specific because it could be any number of things at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah my church has a uh, awesome marriage retreat that is open to any couple. And uh, basically, we go down to Disney for a couple of days without the kids. We have classes in the morning with the pastors and we just talk about the, you know, better, better things to better your marriage, you know, um, how to, how to, you know, recognize each other's love languages, how to um I mean, dude, when your pastor is up there talking about sex, <laughs> you one, you listen. Two, you can't help but to giggle a little bit, even because it's mean, just man, <laughs> you know. But you're getting this in this biblical good way to just like you know, how do you treat your spouse the right way? How do you um you know recognize each other's differences and work through it, you know? Excuse me. There's a lot of just great information. And for us, for me and my wife, it's just a good way for us to recharge. It's a good way for us to uh, reconnect. And we don't we don't bring the kids. They don't like us for that because we're going to Disney without them. But you oh, know yeah.
0: what? Yeah, we're struggling with that. We're struggling with that right now, too. We're struggling with that. They're like, oh, where are you guys going? I'm like, we're going on a retreat. They're like, can
1: we come? Dude, I'm so stoked that you're going to be there. Um, yeah, man. It, yeah, I'm telling you, man. We're gonna have fun, and and the rest of the time, it's just you and your spouse, either hanging out with other people that you go to church with, to getting to know them better, right. or like with you guys, like just getting to know people that are there that don't even go to church with us, right. and and just be able to like share that Disney adventure, you know, like. Right. And then a lot of times, it's like you you might not be hanging out with anybody, but your you know your your husband or wife, and then you're out having a good time together. Right. I know. So I- for us, it's like. We don't look at the bill. We just go. We, right. we, we put enough. We know right. kind of like we've set aside this much for us to have a good time. Let's just go. We get the wristbands. They give you these wristbands now, mm-hmm. and you can just like swipe them at every, everything. <laughs> you know, like if you want to go eat somewhere, just like put it on my bill, you know. and oh, You don't okay. have to carry your purse or wallet or anything. It's oh, all okay. like tied to your account. Oh, okay. So the cool thing is we'll just go. Like, you want to go get ice cream? Cool. <laughs> <Just> swipe, swipe. <laughs> <you> And then and, you know, and then at the end you're going, "Holy crap, we ate a lot of ice cream." But, <laughs> but uh, for us, it's just a great way to recharge. We missed last year's um, because my wife's dad passed away yeah. at the, right around right. the same time, right. so right. it just we had to you know, we got our our refund and um, we didn't get to recharge last year, and it, it's affected our whole year. I mean, not that was one of the biggest things that affected it because it was like that was a hard. A hard thing to go through, you right. know. I, I could imagine. I younger than me, and her dad is younger than my dad. And I mean, I think he was sixty-five when he passed, and that's like right when you're getting ready to do your retirement and enjoy mm-hmm. your grandkids. And mm-hmm. he just he had a really debilitating disease called MSA, mm-hmm. which is like uh Parkinson's and um Alzheimer's and something else that's really like Lou Gehrig's all mixed together. It's horrible, and there's no cure. And you watch some guy who's literally playing golf on the weekends and shooting baskets in his backyard go from that within a matter of a year and a half, two years, whatever, maybe more, maybe, maybe three years, uh, basically moving your thumb and on a ventilator. I mean, like, you know, it shut down, It shut down your body and, yeah. but, but your mind is still a hundred percent. So yeah. like, can you imagine what that is like for somebody yeah. that's going through that? to be, you know, to be, um, to deal with it. And then to watch have somebody that you love go through that, even for me, I mean, was, was rough. So we had to deal with that and then job stuff and with my wife and all, just all kinds of things this past year. So, you know, we're glad 2017 is here. We're looking forward to seeing how God moves things forward and blesses us and opportunities and doors open and that, you know, that he's got coming up. So, um, so yeah, the marriage retreat is going to be a good, uh, facilitator, of getting us back on track.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. Looking forward God, to it. God, I,
1: I, that's gonna be so rad, dude. You're gonna love it, man.
0: I, I told my wife because uh, we've been to Disney before. <laughs> yeah, so I told my wife that uh, this time we're we are going as the kids. <laughs> you,
1: that's it. You said it just like that. Now there will be people that bring their kids down there and leave them with a nanny mm-hmm. during the classes and then take them out in the park, you know, and and right. they're that's fine, you know, each their own. For us, it's just like. Yeah, we need that. <laughs> we're gonna yeah, be stuck. yeah, we need we're gonna that. Gonna be together and just have <laughs> yeah. fun. So, yeah. so we're gonna um, yeah, man, that's coming up quick, man. It's in March.
0: Yeah, it's literally around the corner. <laughs>
1: literally around the corner. Uh, did you? Hey, just out of curiosity, just totally all sudden, so did you guys book your uh, food yet? Did, so, look, get, dude. I'm gonna share a really good tip. I've only done this a few times. Download the My Disney app to your phone. Mm-hmm. Get all your reservation information put in from the conference they sent you on the email mm-hmm. and start booking your reservations to places you want to eat at. And I can give you a ton of good ones if you don't have any. But yeah, do that because you'll be able to track all that stuff from your phone.
0: Okay. I'm definitely going to check it out then.
1: Shit me up about that after, after the fact. Totally off subject.
0: Sorry. Um, no, nah, that's all good. Well, man, I, pre- I, mean, I appreciate the time out. I mean, I got to let you go um but man it's been awesome man and uh always uh, thanks